0: It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass, we don't care as, as long, long as drinks are poured. Sometimes we have our friends here, we will talk about anything Anything. We don't care as long as we have been, if you let that
1: whiskey ring the odd drunk podcast Hey, it's the odd drunk podcast, uh, with Colton and Jackson. And I'm not used to doing this, it's normally Jackson takes the lead on it, uh, but uh, <laughs> we're yeah, uh, I put him on the spot. Yeah, we're um, uh, we're talking to SCPs again, yeah, um. Because SPs are fun. (laughs) We're coming up
0: on spooky season. It's not too far off, at least for me. It's basically September.
1: Well, you know, for me, it's September. Unless you include Labor Day, there is no major holiday in between 4th of July and Halloween.
0: No, so, you know. Pretty much
1: July 5th is spooky season now.
0: Oh, I've been to a Big Lots and stuff, and they already have Halloween decorations out, you know.
1: Nice, yeah um it's right. um only a matter of days uh until the spirit halloween's start popping up
0: oh yeah i'm excited to check out the one i i went to one of the spirit halloween's here in uh, mesa and um like last year and it was it was a huge one it was pretty cool um those are always fun yeah, <laughs> like they had like all the big like animatronics going on, which they do do. For, I don't really like animatronics, but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean they can be <laughs> not because of Five Nights at Freddy's, because of Chuck E. Cheese. Actually, we did an episode about that. I think did we? I think
1: I don't remember. You're probably right. I
0: know we've talked about like Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, um, the Nick Cage movie. Uh, right, uh, Willie's Wonderland, like
1: yes yeah yeah great movie
0: that's only like five nights at freddy's adjacent thing we've ever talked about here
1: i was um a while back uh i was at work and one of my coworkers walked in and he was wearing that tiger shirt that nick cage wears in mandy (laughs) nice (laughs) i was like that's awesome
0: (laughs) i just for yeah i it's been a while since I've seen that movie. Definitely recommend it. Also, um, yeah, we did our Barbie and Oppenheimer reviews over on the morning oddities yeah. uh
1: podcast.
0: Um so if you want to listen to our thoughts on that, uh go there and check that show out.
1: We we thought Short about form. thought about doing longer a longer thing about that on this show, but um we figure the that was that was already a long end morning oddities episode it's like 50 minutes it
0: was, it was so, definitely a longer morning um, a, definitely a longer one those usually go for 30 minutes so that's an extra yeah. long one but you know we can break the rules it's our own show um yeah who's gonna stop us the coppers i think i've said everything i need to say or wanted to say yeah i could go into some more details i could have like done some historical research to see how it compares Mm-hmm. I could have read the book American Prometheus in a week, but I didn't. You know, I didn't quite feel like that. And yeah. I'm actually seeing Barbie tonight after we're done recording. So yeah, uh, I'm excited to see episode. what you think
1: of that. Um, I mean, next
0: episode or Morning Oddities, I'll let I'll let you guys know. Yeah,
1: I mean, Barbie. There's been a lot of people online saying some interesting things about it, putting a lot of thought into it, um, and uh, <laughs> I think most of those people are wording. It better than i probably could so just just go <laughs> go on to yeah, of and watch movie. some videos about the bar and we've <laughs> done a lot of
0: movie stuff and i don't want to hear anybody say oh you guys are a movie podcast no 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 no, no, no,
1: no. we're we do we're all a,
0: kinds of episodes we're actually a drunk, podcast. Look, we're a drunk podcast we're drunk podcast yes that that's the only thing we care about but we've done scps a couple a few times uh, we did just our first scp episode way long ago Mm-hmm. We did a Halloween edition, Christmas or a holiday edition, Christmas edition. I, I enjoyed the Christmas
1: edition. I was yeah, fun.
0: that one actually surprised yeah. me. There <laughs> there were some fun ones in there. Because like, yeah, the uh the Halloween one, I think Spook Creep Pesser, I think we titled it or something like That's one yeah. of our most downloaded episodes. As, for I mean, a all good of, all I think of the it's SCB a good
1: one. Episodes are fun because it's just fun. All those are fun. Talk about all some of
0: our weird all of our spooktober episodes are fun and yeah i always like talking about this and it's a i mean essentially for us it's an endless source
1: of um yeah i mean there's so many scps information um, official and unofficial scp related stuff (laughs) that like we could probably do an entire podcast
0: oh well go look up scp podcasts and you'll find like hundreds of them i mean yeah (laughs) yeah It's about
1: as original if as you doing You want a, a really good one though. A lot.
0: <laughs> I forget what it's called. I, I, I think there's one that's literally just called the the SCP podcast. It's pretty good. They've had good production. Like sometimes we'll get like voice actors to act out storylines. Nice. But the one I recommend the most, and he does a lot of other stuff. In fact, he was never known as an SCP like channel until he started doing it and then he started like almost primarily doing scp but the exploring series yeah he's done some mythology episodes he's done the lovecraft stuff um he's done he's doing a lot of warhammer too uh recently warhammer 40k but pretty much scp is like his main squeeze now so if you want good scp content content i would definitely recommend the exploring series
1: yeah great great we are here
0: we are here And if you're listening, this is for fun. We are not um, professionals by any means. We're here to have fun and read some spooky SCP stories just like we have in the past. Yes.
1: Some of them more spooky than others.
0: Some of them get a little sus. (laughs) But um, before we get into that, Colton. Yes. What are you drinking today?
1: I'm glad you asked, Jackson because i i i got a special beer today. Well, it's not that special, but we've not had it on the podcast yet. And i did think it was appropriate because uh even though we didn't talk about it, this last month was shark week. Um so in the oh, th- yeah, of summer and all things that come about in the summer, i got a shark week related beer for us tonight. Um this is a uh, uh Narragansett which is a lager kind of PBR adjacent from out east. Uh, it's really popular out there. And this oh, yeah? is the beer that the captain drinks in Jaws. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. And they recently, these, um, these, these aren't the cans, but they recently, like this month, put out 12 packs that um, are like the vintage cans with like Jaws themed um, marketing on the box and stuff. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. For because it's like the 48th anniversary of the Jaws was like last month or something like that. Um, nice. So, if yeah. You,
0: if you guys are wondering, we have done the shark episode for Shark Week last year. Yeah. All about sharks. I, so I honestly,
1: fun. it was a little, it was a fun episode, but it was also a little like we could have prepared more for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those. Episodes. Yeah. We, it was one of we those. We could have put more effort uh, into it. <laughs> But I found still... a fun
0: one. I don't know if it's official or anything, but it looks fun and it's shark related. So,
1: I I have a shark related SCP.
0: Is it Bobble the Clown Shark? No. <laughs> no? Okay, good. No. <laughs> I, you know what? Since I've said it already, uh let's just get into it. What are you drinking? This man? one it's from some kind of like oh what I'm drinking yeah yeah I I'm drinking, you could probably guess, well Colton could guess not it's the listeners, uh, <laughs> um, a manmosa, not a mimosa, nice you know with champagne and orange juice no it's yeah uh, I got some Coors Banquet and orange juice, I did finish off my last Pacifico earlier. Mm and good old pacific got some bamboo rum
1: nice nice i've got some four roses here if i feel like i need it but i don't know if i'll crack into that we'll see
0: this rum i've said it dozens of times on this show by now goes down easy it's a little on the sweet side but it still stands on its own as a good solid rum um if you're looking for something to maybe get into the rum world, it would be good. But if you're looking for something just uh, for just a solid rum, it's good. I, I think it's yeah. just a very just safe, but not in a bad way. It's just
1: on the, it's on the sweeter side, but not, not like, well, yeah, a, that's
0: why it's not. That's in why a bad I say it's, Yeah, exactly. That's why I say it's safe. Cause it just goes down so easy. And um, definitely vanilla forward. Um, yeah, my nickname in high school. But uh, <laughs> tastes really good with orange juice too. Mm. Um,
1: I bet. Yeah.
0: And but honestly, I just sip it on its own. It is nice. just That good. Anyways, let's get into this. Yes. I just found this is some kind of parody site i i could share the screen if you want
1: and i i will say i will say before we before we get into the actual scps we attempted to vaguely theme these around summer yes
0: these are all summer themed i found some like party ones but yeah Yeah. all kind of summer things or summer activities you know
1: yeah vaguely kind of themed there
0: it's summer adjacent Yeah. But for search purposes, we're probably going to title it like "Summer SCPs" or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we could t- title it vaguely "Summer Adjacent SCPs," but that that that, that doesn't have a good ring to it. Anyways, <laughs> this is it's um... more words
1: for the algorithm. To...
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, ooh, well, I might save this one. I'm going to save that one actually. Um Okay, let's start out with um I thought this one was interesting. This one's SCP 3890. Um and it's a little bit different than your typical format due to the context of its existence. So, mm. let's get into it. I mean, it's a similar format, but you'll see what I mean in a second here. Right. Item SCP-3890, object class Keter, special containment procedures. Due to the nature of SCP-3890 and my current situation, I am unable to enact containment procedures. For the time being, I will focus my efforts on exploring SCP-3890 and anomalous phenomena it displays. Mm. So the author of this article... Like is currently writing the article while he he or she is dealing with the SCP.
1: Kinda like the um uh the last words of Joseph of, Joseph of Arimathea. He's beware the black beast of ah uh...
0: Yeah, I, that'd be fun if there's some <laughs> some reference to that here. But I don't think he so. He was writing anyways. down his
1: account as he was as it was happening. <laughs>
0: Anyways, description SCP 3890 is a potentially extra dimensional or extraterrestrial space which I, Dr. Elizabeth Graham, okay, it's a she, was somehow transported, or it could be a guy, was somehow transported to from Site 22 on 2002. Wait, wait, wait. Is this British ordering? Oh, no, <laughs> no. Okay. February 17th, 2016. At the time, I was transporting template documentation for the containment of several other SCP items. So she already had the template. (laughs) Um, So that, yeah, that would make it easy to write this down. Just fill it in the blank. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I do not believe that they are related to this anomaly. Similarly, I am uncertain as to whether I was transported here due to my involvement with the Foundation. In terms of geography, so this is a place that she's in. Okay. And we don't know if it's a different planet or extra a different dimension, but it's a place. In terms of geography, SCP-3890 takes the form of a seemingly infinite desert plain with ruins of differing architectural design poking out through the sand. I have noted the presence of buildings of modern design, along with that, along with what appear to be ruins of ancient Roman structures. Exploration of these structures has shown that they are mostly empty. I am unsure whether this is by design or they were looted at some point in the past, perhaps by a specimen of SCP-3890-1. Hmm.
1: 3890,
0: from what I can tell, goes through a solar cycle identical to that of Earth. Perhaps this location is not extra dimensional or extraterrestrial, but some location on Earth that remains hidden, perhaps through some form of anti mimetic camouflage. It's warm during the day and cold during the night, nonetheless, but never to an uncomfortable degree. And that way, it's very much unlike an actual desert. SCP 3890 1 is my collective designation for the humanoid entities that wander through scp 3890 they do they do not respond to any stimuli and as far as i've been able to tell they simply walk around without a specific destination i have observed several of them simply walking in circles around buildings is there a meaning to this behavior or are they simply unintelligent at this point i cannot be sure like the buildings specimens of scp 3890-1 Appear to originate from a range of locations and times, some modern, some ancient. I have recovered a knife from the pocket of SCP-38-3890-1 um, specimen, so I can defend myself to a limited degree if necessary. Additionally, specimens of SCP-3890-1 do not defend themselves when attacked. Autopsy of one specimen has shown no differences between the anatomy. Of these entities and normal human beings. To my mind, there are two possibilities here. One, specimens of SCP 3890 1 are entities which have been created to resemble humans. Their mindless nature is a result of an imperfect creation. Or two, they are humans which have been mentally altered in some way to rob them of their faculties. So far, it appears that individuals within SCP 3890 do not experience hunger or thirst, I have been here for three days thus far and feel pretty much the same as I did when I first arrived. I cannot be certain, however, whether I no longer need food and water or simply believe I do not, as I've come by no food here except for SCP-3890-1, I very much hope the former is the case.
1: So she's killing them and eating them? She's done an autopsy, which means she killed one. Sure and, sounds like it. And she said no food other than the SCP. Yeah. So that implies she at least took a little bite, a little nibble.
0: But I have a link, uh there was a link here. <laughs> okay. To another almost identical art. Well, seems like the same article, but it's definitely different um scp 3890-2 ooh due to my current circumstances containment of scp 3890-2 is not possible i must be cautious at all times and watch for the presence of scp 3890-2 at the first sign that something i am approaching is not as it appears i will retreat from the area immediately Description SCP 3890 2 is a living entity of varying shape and size which resides within SCP 3890. I am un- uncertain as to whether SCP 3890 2 originates here or if it was transported here at some point in the same way I was. From what I observed of its beh- behavior, it appears to be some form of predator. I think. Dr. Elizabeth was SCP-3890-2. Ah. Anyways, 3890-2 <laughs> is currently hunting me. And that, that was my ad lib, by the way. Yeah. That That's just my theory. I first encountered an entity shortly after writing down my initial observations of SCP-3890. It snuck up behind me while I was resting and got me while I wasn't paying attention. I was knocked unconscious by its attack and woke up several hours, hours later. During the night, it has attacked me several times since that first encounter with several hours between each attack. Dash two has the ability to, as far as I can tell, mimic any object. So far, I've seen it disguise itself as a specimen of SCP-3890-1, a piece of loose documentation, a star in the (laughs) sky, a building on the horizon, a fly... A patch of dirt on my leg. (laughs) Right now, I cannot be sure whether Dash 2 is simply fooling my brain into perceiving it as these things or whether it actually does become them. (laughs) Once I approach the thing uh, Dash 2 is mimicking, for lack of a better word, it unfolds before striking at me. Its True form is difficult to describe as it's constantly shifting and warping in on itself. Closest thing I can describe it as is black origami. Folding and unfolding, stretching and compressing. Dash Chew uses uh, amnesticization as a form of attack. While it has not injured me physically thus far, I have lost all memory of significant chunks of my childhood and early adulthood. I can no longer recall which high school I went to or what my first job was. My current hypothesis is that as an entity, it feeds upon memory. Hmm. Specimens of SCP-3890-1 are people who were brought here in the past. They fell victim to dash 2 and lost all memory. With what I've seen here, this is the only conclusion I can reach. And I have another link. Ooh. It goes on. Special containment procedures. SCP-3890. Periodically, I am to note down all vital memories so as to preserve a written record in the event that they are erased by dash 2. I am to watch for its presence at all times. Currently, I am taking refuge in what looks like a modern bank located within 3890. There are the corpses of a family here. They committed suicide. I cannot deny that this seems like a better option than wandering 3890 for eternity. I am to kill anything that attempts to enter my shelter. I can't risk Dash 2 coming in. I don't think it's here yet. I tested the corpses. Description. I have lost all memories regarding how I came to be employed by the Foundation. I know that I am a Foundation researcher with level 3 clearance, but I simply cannot recall how I came to be in this position. Many of the SCP objects I worked with are also missing from my memory. I can tell there's a hole there, but I just don't know what was there before. No matter what I do, Dash 2 sneaks up on me. It's simply too difficult to avoid while making my way through 3890. The thing could be a grain of fucking sand. I had (laughs) hoped to reach an end of 3890 if I walked far enough, but I can see now that this is not happening. It's not much of a surprise. I've heard of plenty of spaces that go on forever over my years, decades, and the foundation. Realms of infinite ice, infinite water, infinite potatoes. I suppose I've been unlucky enough to find myself of a realm of infinite desert, even if it's not infinite. I would never make it to the end. The mimic would empty me out far before then. I don't think I'm getting out of here. You hear horror stories about the things that happen to other researchers, how they end up. But those are always things that happen to other people. Cautionary tales. I guess I'm a ca- cautionary tale now. Even if I don't know what I did wrong. Even now, I can't stop looking at the bricks, the windows. Any of them can be 3890-2. Hell, my shoes could be -2. dash too. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I let go of my knife. It's stained red now from testing the corpses. The sun's going down. I can't allow myself to fall asleep. Our dash tube will come in without a doubt if I do. I don't have to eat. I don't have to drink, but I still have to sleep. This place is designed for the mimic's benefit. It can hunt its prey to its heart's content without them dying of thirst or starvation. Is this an enclosure maybe? Some kind of sick game? My name is Elizabeth Graham. My name is Elizabeth Graham. My name is Elizabeth Graham. I can't forget that now. This page is my memory. I can hear something crying outside. I don't know what's going to happen to me. And there's another link. <laughs> How long is this going? I didn't yeah. check. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Anyways. I'm really liking this, though. So yeah. let's, let's uh, take a pause here. So she entered 3890 it's like an infinite desert don't get thirsty you don't get hungry you still have to sleep yeah there's a bunch of mindless like human entities all from different times
1: like minecraft if you choose the uh, single biome (laughs) setting on the world gen
0: yeah the desert (laughs) biome and and i chose this because it's desert by the way Um, yeah and then now there's an the entity that looks like black origami and, or something, and it unfolds, and it can mimic anything. It's a pretty cool it like concept. Your, feeds on your memories. Apparently. Anyways, special containment procedures. Myself and Tony are to remain within our current... Oh, Tony. There's a guy named Tony now. Okay. Tony? We're re- to remain with our current current shelter at all times we have agreed on a password system to confirm our identities to each other we are to sleep in shifts and watch for the mimic at all times description the crying from earlier was a child tony 10 years old not the mimic the mimic can't speak it just attacks silently well i how do you know that according to tony he was walking home from the playground when he was transported here It's a similar story to mine. Is there some connection with traveling and being taken to this place? Or is that just a coincidence? Perhaps the mimic somehow changes our destination to this place on route. Metaphysically, I mean, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Or maybe I do. And I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tony is asleep right now. We've barely spoken, of course. The kid is traumatized. But I almost forgot how it feels not to be alone, not to be hunted. Well, we're still being hunted, of course, but now we're being hunted together. Now it can get us both. Now we can watch for it together. Our chances of survival have doubled. Survival isn't the thing we're fighting for, of course. The Mimic doesn't want to kill us, just empty out our heads. I don't even know if people age here. How long have the other people, the wandering ones, been here? Years? Decades? Centuries? I should have examined them more closely before hiding myself away in some bank. I'm a doctor, for God's sake, even if I can't remember all my training. My name is Dr. Elizabeth Graham. My name is Dr. Elizabeth Graham. My name is Dr. Elizabeth Graham. I have this memory from my childhood, still. Everything around it is gone, but it's sort of floating free, devoid of context. I'm visiting... A woman in a hospital. I think it's a hospital, and I think it's a woman. I know. A close relative. My mother and my grandmother, I think. and I go to visit her. I'm just a kid. Twelve, I think. She doesn't know who I am at all. I don't remember what happened before that or after. I do remember thinking that was the worst thing in the world. Was that why it brought me here, the mimic? Because it knew this would be something I'd hate the most? I know it must be intelligent, but is it sadistic as well? I'll ask Tony tomorrow if he has a similar memory, and hopefully I'll be a little closer to working out the rules of this place. Whatever's going on here, another link, I'm going to beat it if you're reading this, you fucker, I'm going to beat you
1: why would the why would the mimic be reading it?
0: Don't ask me. we're reading it, <laughs> yeah um. <laughs> goes on. My special containment procedures is Dr. Elizabeth Grant and my grandmother. Maybe, from what I've seen so far, Tony, 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 and Eric Sean Bank. Devoid of context. Grain of sand floating free. A patch of dirt in my brain. I am to kill anything. And then she says, My name is Dr. Elizabeth Graham multiple times, even more than I've said before. So she's. Well, Losing her mind, losing all her memories at this point, like completely. Um, But going on in terms of geography, 3892 has the ability to, as far as I can tell, mimic any object. It's simply too difficult to avoid while making my way through all my training. Still, so far, I've seen it disguise me as Dr. Elizabeth Graham Foundation, Dr. Elizabeth Graham. So it's disguising her now or i don't know yeah 3890-1 is my collected designation for the autopsy of one specimen of 3890-2 3890-2 uses significant chunks of my childhood and early adulthood as a form of attack it's not much of a surprise name is dr elizabeth graham i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about or maybe i do or i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about the mimic doesn't want to kill us. Just empty out our SCP thirty eight ninety. I will retreat from the area immediately. Currently, I am the corpses of a family. Currently, I am Doctor Elizabeth grandma Is she the SCP the whole time? She I think she is.
1: I think she's going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I well, she's...
0: yeah, it could be that. Yeah, the crime was Doctor Elizabeth Grant, not Tony. Everything around it is gone, but it's sort of floating free, devoid of context. It was the worst thing in the world. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I've noted the presence of an infinite desert. There's no way out of here, darling. Link. <laughs> if this keeps going, we might have But this is interesting. Okay. Special Containment Procedures. I am going to kill the Mimic. Description. I woke up this morning. Tony was gone. He was the mimic. It was smarter than I thought. I knew it. I guess I was stupid. I should have seen this coming, but I was desperate and I it knew it. All it left was some scrawl doc- document and a hole in my head, the shape of my name. My name is I don't know what my name is. Oh no. I fear I've underestimated the mimic. I keep going back to read my name because I know I wrote it down earlier, but the second after I read it, I forget it again. It's not just erasing the memory. I can no longer retain that information at all. It's gone forever. As for the document I left, there was another set of containment procedures. For what organization? They're the only paper I've seen out here anyway. The whole thing is my handwriting. It's learning to mimic me. I can't get the thought process down. It's getting better at it real Tony's probably wandering around this place somewhere, somewhere, emptied out years ago. Is that why it lets me keep going this long instead of just finishing me off? Keeping its reference material around, I look at my hands and I can see how old they are. I don't remember the years. I don't even know what the fucking year it is now. How long have I been here anyways? When did I get here? What was the date? It's back there and the first thing I wrote, but I can't fucking remember it. I'm not getting out of here. Why am I even writing these? Chances are nobody will ever read them. We're reading them. (laughs) Of course, no doubt some bullshit skip will end up spitting out these documents for some stupid test at some point. But who cares? I'll be long gone. Keeping hopeful is force of habit, though, I guess. And I'm not going to just sit here hoping some magic bullshit team is going to pop out of the portal and save me. I'm going to fucking kill that thing. I'm not running away from the origami motherfucker
1: <laughs> that
0: can't get the better of me without pretending to be a building or a bug or a little fucking kid. I'm going to kick its shit in. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. I have my knife still, unless there's some guns out here. I'm as equipped as I'm ever going to be run fucker. I'm on my way. And I sure as hell remember how to use a knife. Okay, It goes on. <laughs> this is it. I think this is wait. This might be a object class neutralize special containment procedures. I won't be leaving this place description. It's done. I walked for miles, I think kilometers, whatever, who fucking cares before it came for me, it was disguised as a cloud this as a cloud this time. And I turned around and it unwrapped itself like a Christmas present. It doesn't have drool, of course, but I could feel it salivating. It was <laughs> one hungry boy. I stabbed it as it came at me, and it squealed like a pig. It was that easy. It jumped back or slid back across the ground, leaving trails in the sand that hurt to look at. It came at me again. I stabbed it, and again, and again. We opened each other up. I filled its body of holes, and it filled mine, my mind with them. There's not much left of me. It arrived on the ground, collapsing on itself for a few minutes. I kept stabbing it. My hands felt wet, but it didn't bleed. Maybe it wasn't alive in the same way I was. Some metaphysical bullshit, probably. Stab, stab, stab. It died, collapsing into a tiny black ball the size of my thumb. Soft and squishy, I crushed it under my heel. That easy? Why couldn't have I done it before? There would have been so much left of me if I'd done it straight away. Maybe I had a reason. It's not like I know anymore. When a bee stings somebody, it dies. Maybe the mimic had something similar. The way it got me. Right before I finish it off. It feels different. Before, I just took something straight away. Now I feel like a boat with holes in it. Water rushing in or leaking out, in my case. Metaphor doesn't quite work. But like the Titanic. I remember that. I remember the Titanic. <laughs> the Titanic was a ship that sink after hitting an iceberg. And, oh, I forgot something. I can't remember the words about this one. It's all going. I could kill myself right now. I still have the knife. Not the cleanest way to go. I cut my throat and make the exit. But The thing is, I don't want to die. I look at all the people here wandering forever. Eyes burn out from looking at the sun. All I can think is I don't want to die. I can still do it. There's time. So easy. I can do it. Just do it. I should. I don't know what these words mean. I don't want to disappear. Mm. And final page. Blank. item number blank um, everything's blank and that's it damn
1: nice that was pretty cool
0: not everything now she is just one of those beings one of those entities
1: it's gonna be hard to uh wiped hard hard to live up to that one
0: hey i'm gonna be real with you i thought it was just like a simple infinite desert scp i did not like literally (laughs) the way it was presented like the links were hidden in different words. It was pretty fun. Right,
1: right. That's awesome. I Anyways, like that one a lot. You, you, you yeah. do yours. <laughs>
0: All you right.
1: This is a short one. There's no links. <laughs> Good. Uh. So yeah, I that thought, was a rabbit hole. I thought some uh uh summer I like to grill hot dogs, so I got a, I I found a hot dog themed, <laughs> SCP.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so this SCP 2653, um, object class safe. Dog. Uh, special containment procedures. All instances of SCP 2653 are to be locked in Site 11's anomalous item storage locker. No personnel are to be allowed to consume any instance of SCP 2653. Don't eat the hot dog. All subjects who have consumed 2653 in the proper manner are to be contained in standard humanoid containment cells at site 11. No subjects are to be exposed to any media or information related to the following. The ongoing Syrian civil war, Hungary, the current prime minister of Hungary, Viktor Orban, and the ongoing European migrant crisis, political refugees in general, and feet. (laughs) What? Um, all personnel interacting with subjects are to keep their feet covered at all times and no writing implements of any kind are to be brought into these cells description scp 2653 are 23 identical packs of exactly six italian hot sausage links (laughs) each labeled Bashar al-Assad's Delicious, nutritious meat product for families. Each individual sausage is of non anomalous composition and is identical to a normal Italian hot sausage link. Packaging on each pack is in uh, a creole of Hungarian and English and describes SCP 2653 as having been manufactured by the Hormel Foods Corporation. Each Hormel? Yeah. <laughs> is this real it's real hormel's a real company yeah uh uh each what was the
0: huh what was it called the product
1: uh bashar al-assad's delicious nutritious meat product for families i don't think that's a real okay Um, i I don't i'm gonna do some
0: investigating you can keep going
1: yeah um uh, each pack features testimonials on the product's reliability from Al-Assad, as well as American comedian Bob <laughs> Odenkirk, Indian composer oh. and singer Bappy Lahiri, and French lawyer and politician Marine Le Pen.
0: Bob Odenkirk.
1: So Bob Odenkirk. Um, he ate one? or what no, he, he provided a testimonial. For, for, oh, okay. On the, featured on the packaging. <laughs> If an instance of SCP-2653 is consumed inside of a standard hot dog bun, the subject will experience multiple major philosophical changes of physiological changes, including identification with an extreme far right political affiliation, regardless of previous preferences, obsession with Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban, compulsion to draw the shape of Hungary. On any available flat surface tendency to become unusually angry when discussing the conflict in Syria belief that all refugees of the Syrian civil war have a desire to destroy the sausage manufacturing industry in Europe. Jeez. Perception that all bare feet are cooked Indian sausages subjects will desire express a desire to slice off any bare feet seen and consume them, though they do not okay. act on this desire. Tendency Uh, to become withdrawn when discussing the feet of people of Middle Eastern descent. Tendency to become extroverted when discussing the feet of Victor Orban. And perception that all meat used in sausage manufacturing originates from Middle Eastern refugees. Oh. Um, SCP-2653 was recovered from the meat department at a Walmart near Plainview, Wisconsin. According to store employees, there is no record of SCP-2653 having been delivered to the store and that seven packages of Uh, SCP-2653 had already been sold. Residents of uh Plainview who had consumed these packages of SCP-2653 constitute the subjects currently in containment the majority of which had little or no knowledge of European politics prior to the consumption of SCP-2653. Amnesthetics have been ineffective in suppressing the effects. Uh, addendum, testimony from comedian Bob Odenkirk found on SCP-2653. Odenkirk was interviewed and found to have no awareness of the existence of SCP-2653. Class B amnesthetics were administered. <laughs> and that's it so it's a package of it's a of hot dogs of hot dogs italian sausage links that when consumed yeah. in a hot dog bun uh make you um far right politically paranoid about syrian refugees <laughs> and their relation to the sausage industry
0: yeah, I I just wanted to and feet uh, a tendency like, to want to eat them. <laughs> I should start writing SCPs if this kind of shit can go through.
1: Yeah, I saw. It's like <laughs> oh, it's
0: a, a a a pair of socks that makes you a I don't know makes you a libertarian that uh, wants to wear socks and talk about golf. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Makes can do you anything obsessed with golf. <laughs> a libertarian Make, golfer makes you obsessed with the movie "The Greatest Game" or the starring Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, that was pretty good. That was a good shift from the previous one.
1: <laughs> yeah, a very, very different one. <laughs> that's
0: that's what I love about SCP. I mean, because anybody can write in and uh, you get all kinds of craziness. Anyways, this next one's pretty fun, and cool. don't worry, it doesn't have like a million links. <laughs> doesn't have any links actually. SCP-465, Object Class Safe, Special Containment Procedures. SCP-465 is secured in a containment locker at eight, containment locker eight four twenty three at Site Nineteen. Under no circumstances is four sixty five to be opened by any personnel ranking above Class D. And then only in a space at, at least... Oh, so the Class D's can open it because they tested on them anyways. Right, right. <laughs> and only in a space at least 15 square meters in an area. No other special attention or care is required. So it's safe enough for to let all the prisoners fuck around with it. Yeah. Description. SCP-465-1. That does, and that doesn't
1: mean a lot. Safe enough to no. let the prisoners... <laughs> That that means nothing. <laughs>
0: well, this is a fun one. It's definitely a, a fun one. Nice. SCP-465-1 is a large two-piece cardboard box decorated with a faded confetti pattern popular in the 1970s. Other than a large printed label on the top of the lid marked Party in a Box, no indication <laughs> of contents or manufacture are found on any portion of the object. When any human subject completely removes the lid of 465-1, an array of decorations, furniture, and a group of at least 20 people, uh, collectively collectively 46, I mean 465-2, appear spontaneously in a room or immediate vicinity in which the box has been opened. These individuals proceed to celebrate... uh, miraculously and actively attempt to include the subject in their festivities, primarily dancing and consumption of alcohol. Though most members of scp 465 2 are persistent in these attempts, and several of them extremely persuasive, the subject does not appear to be compelled to participate. So it's a spontaneous party that busts out, and they try to get you to party and then you don't want to,
1: <laughs> I guess.
0: Um, should the subject attempt to leave the party, additional members will manifest at any location that the subject visits for the duration of the quote unquote party. Approximately five hours following the appearance of 465-2, all, inc- all instances will simultaneously vanish. So after five hours, they vanish. Accompanied by the subject, if he or she has consumed any amount of alcohol in the course of the party. So the subject ah. will also disappear if you drink during this party. At the same time, the lid of 465 1 will reappear atop the box in the closed position, and any damage sustained in the course of the party is re- reversed. Uh, attempts to close or damage the box prior to the end of the time limit had no effects on this phenomenon. Nor have attempts to distance the subject from 465-1 prior to the conclusion of the party subjects that have vanished as a result of interaction with the box may appear among the members of 465-2 during subsequent activations of 465 expressing little or no association with their original identities of the event. Individuals comprising of 465-2. Only two have appeared on every occasion that the box is open. The first, des- designated O two 2 a one is a male disc jockey. Oh, you always got to have a DJ.
1: So. Yes.
0: here is <laughs> with a table covered in sound equipment and other tools, which he uses to play a wide variety of music, audible, wherever instances of 46- 465-2 are present. The second is a male bartender, of course, and appears of a small, well-stocked bar, which he distributes a variety of alcoholic beverages. An additional 185 unique members of 465-2 have been identified, many of whom who have appeared on two or more separate occasions. So they don't always reappear, but the bartender and DJ, always there, always.
1: Of course, of course.
0: If a party guest appearing as a part of uh, 465-2 is touched by any individual other than the subject who opened the box, that guest will immediately become hysterical and incoherent, pleading and slurred speech with the individual who made contact. The majority of these guests will attempt to flee from the vicinity, will vanish upon entering an area where no other elements of 465-2 are present. The remainder of guests affected in this way will fall dead within several minutes of contact. The corpses of these individuals do not vanish with the rest of 465-2, nor do such individuals appear in future manifestations. Hmm. Autopsies reveal cause of death to be a combination of exhaustion and blood alcohol levels in excess of 1.8. Wow, that's yeah, that's quite a lot. That's, uh, that's... by contrast. By contrast, O2, so the bartender and DJ consistently ignore all individuals save for the activating subject and other members of 465. Attempts of physical contact with either entity have, have resulted in premature termination of the party. The significance of these entities remains unknown. Well, I can tell you the significance. You got to have music and you got to have booze. So Yeah, it's not
1: That's a party without there. music and booze. <laughs>
0: So it's a box you open, and you have a party. And um, if you can, if you drink one bit during this, you become part of this party forever. And um, if someone touches you, or if you touch one of them, they freak out and uh, will either die or disappear. Huh? And they all go away after five hours. So
1: party nice. in a box. Nice. I've got one here. Um, we probably have enough time for each of us to do a couple more. Yeah. Um, but I want to get this one in because I teased it earlier with my beer. This is, uh, and it's a quick one. Uh, this is SCP 4499. Now, this is, um, All right. I chose this one because same reason I chose this beer, because uh, Jaws and Shark Week and Summer, uh, it's the time to talk about sharks. So this is that one. Uh, All right. Object Class, Euclid. Special Containment Procedures. All 19 known instances of SCP-4499 are contained at Ocean Site 7's Marine Protected Area instances are affixed with tracking devices and are implemented with waterproof shock microchips to deter containment breaches in preparation for potential future sightings foundation web crawlers are to monitor social media for reports of talking sharks in the pacific ocean and uncover foundation agents are undercover foundation agents are to be permanently situated at all major fishing and ocean tour hubs. A joint task force between Foundation operatives and members of the Shark Punching Center, designated JTF Sigma-2, have been established to respond to and contain all confirmed SCP-4499 appearances. Description. SCP-4499 refers to an anomalous variation of great white sharks instances Ooh. of scp-4499 appear identical to their non-anomalous counterparts autopsies have revealed the presence of a human-like larynx in the subject's throats hypothesized to be responsible That's for weird. the anomalies abilities to produce human vocalizations so they're talking so they
0: can talk
1: they're talking great white sharks um, notably the presence of a standard uh immobile uh basial in place of a human tongue should still impede the pronunciation of numerous sounds particularly the velar and avalar consonants however listeners universally report clear and concise speech often describing it as smooth and charismatic i'm mispronouncing some of these technical yeah there's a lot of
0: scientific words in these um uh
1: research into the possibility of uh hazardous methods of information transfer are ongoing um i this is a long word oh geez well we can screen share Electrocephalography there you go. Um, on SCP-4499 <laughs> that's, my, that's my best my best try. Just go for it. Um, of, on SCP-4499 instances reveals the increased activity in the left frontal lobe, atypical of standard variants, likely responsible for the ability to process and articulate complex phonetics. Despite speech capabilities, however, SCP forty four ninety nine instances do not respond to conversational prompts, instead engaging in infomercial style sales pitches for various <laughs> anomalous objects directed towards <laughs> any humans in close proximity. How so forty four ninety nine sales men sharks? Pretty much, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. How SCP-4499 obtains information on these anomalies is currently unknown, and priority status has been assigned to the containment of advertised products not currently in foundation custody. The length of an advertisement varies significantly. Common sales pitches last anywhere between thirty-six and 30 seconds to 60 minutes. However, on redacted occasions, a monologue was recorded lasting in excess of redacted hours. Um hmm. post-test interviews reveal that approximately 85% of subjects reported a vested interest in buying the advertised product, stating that they were thoroughly convinced of its necessity by 4499. This is not be- believed to be the result of any anomalous influence, but instead the highly convincing nature of 4499's advertisements. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: that's good. And
1: it has some uh, uh addendum here with some examples of oh, all right. uh of advertisements from 4499. Uh advertised product SCP 3551, Dada's Force Banana Equivalent Dose Pills. Um Don't you just hate it when you're trying to smuggle plutonium across the border to start a nuclear war, only for those stick-in-the-mud customs officers to confiscate it and imprison you for life? Well, fret no more because uh, Dado has the solution for you. Introducing the forced banana equivalent dose pills by Datto. A mouthful to say, but a stomach full to ingest. How many kilograms of bananas (laughs) do you think one pill can generate? Not three, not six. Folks, I'm here to tell you that uh, popping just one of these pills will give you 9 million kilograms of bananas. That's more than twice the radiation per hour of Fukushima reactor. Now for you viewers at home, we have a special TV offer. The first 30 viewers to call the number on your screen will receive not one, but two containers of Dado's banana pills for the price of one. Plus, all nice orders within the next 60 minutes will free, receive free postage. But hurry, supplies are limited. So call now and we guarantee you'll learn to trust Dado. Um, and there's one more. Um, okay. Advertised product uh, is Dr. Wonder Tanium's Little Mr mr series have you ever looked at your friends oh those... um
0: before you go on uh, a yeah. doctor wonder tame is like a big part of the scp universe mm. they like make scps
1: yeah so the sales pitch is uh, have you ever looked at your friends anomalous object collections and thought boy i wish mine was that impressive Well, fret no more, (laughs) friends, because I'm here today to introduce you to uh, the highly impressive, highly collectible Little Mister series by Dr. Wondertainment. Featuring 20 unique anomalous humanoids, you're guaranteed to be the envy of the whole town. Each order includes one random Little Mister, plus a free collectible Little Mister checklist that will automatically tick itself off for each and every Little Mister you get. Find it, amazing anomalies, including Mister Lie. You won't believe the stuff this guy comes up with. Mister Mad, we guarantee we guarantee he'll be the friend you you only ever imagined. And Mister Stripes, if Facebooks think they have your data, for, think if Facebook think they have your data ready for sale, they've got another thing coming. As always, these products are limited supply, so be sure to call the number on your screen now and don't miss out. Disclaimer. Advertise Shark and adver- Advertise Shark Party are not are limited and not responsible for disappearance and or delivery of failure of Mister Loss. <laughs> and there's links to all of these, Mister um, Loss, oh, Mr. Yeah? stripes and all that, which I'm not going to go into. But
0: those are probably other SCP. Yeah, those are other SCPs. I'm sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So that's uh, the shark.
0: Nice. So they're chart salesmen essentially
1: <laughs> yeah they sell they sell I mean, scps they sell
0: they sell other scps and yeah they have a not uh they they're good at doing assert ad, ad, advertisement. so Which that's pretty good very <laughs> very
1: good because <edits. laughs> the, the key point is that people are convinced and it's not thought that the co- people are convinced because of anomalous means
0: no it's just they're just just good
1: advertisement yeah
0: yeah (laughs) all right i've got the one that's um the funny shark one i found earlier nice more sharks last minute before we yeah more sharks stuff yes (laughs) um this one is like a parody i don't know if it's like a parody site or this is just what the article is either way i'm gonna read it this is the scp spc Database Mm. search, punch, and conquer. (laughs) Um, SPC 993 bobbled the clown shark. (laughs) All right, I'm just gonna read you in the order that this all appears to me. Notice from the Central Intelligence or uh coordination and projects operation command office center personnel may visit the arena. 19 rec- Recreation Wing. If they wish to view old episodes of Bobble the Clown Shark to increase morale, thank you for your loyalty, Nathan Jones, Commissioner C I C A P O C O. Search, Punch, and Conquer. <laughs> project this is like the weird, like, mere reality project SPC 993 archive status inactive, Salakian pugnatorial capabilities defunct. SPC-993 is an anti-Solakian propaganda program that the center uses to indoctrinate children under the age of 10. It is responsible for teaching pugilism and uh, deviant martial arts to children and training them under the center's mission. (laughs) <laughs> viewers of spc 993 over the age of 10 experience feel, feelings of joy amusement and satisfaction does not believe to be a result of direct viewing these are common side effects of witnessing Solakian pugilism in action <laughs> specific project components spc 993 consists of a single component bobble the clown shark a children's animated television program produced originally by Finimation Studios starting in 1949. Uh, let me share you. The... SPC 993 features the titular character, a sand tiger Solakian uh, with ambulatory tail fins, and his day to day activities as a stockbroker and money lender. <laughs> Episodes involve Bobble engaging unsuccessfully. And insurance fraud and other business <laughs> scams, and becoming a victim of violence when discovered. Because of the center augmentation, Bobble does not react adversely to pressure and is seen grinning and laughing in most scenes. Bobble persists despite his injuries. All damage incurred to Bobble heals between episodes and scene transitions. Yeah, because he's a cartoon. <laughs> Still image. It's a picture of Bobble the Shark I'll I'll show you later but still image from an episode of SPC 993 Bobble gets berated mercilessly by lobsters and other such crustaceans. Augmentation summary: Center came to purchase Finimation Studios in 1953 and worked to alter the series to feature Bobble's humorous mistreatment by different humans and aquatic entities. By use of meta narrative Pregnatorial Technique's center pugilists were able to coerce Bobble under duress and convince him to cooperate. Between 53 and 69, 416 animated Bobble the Clown Shark shorts aired on numerous syndicated television television stations. The show acted as an educational comedy that teaches children the proper ways to fight, build muscle, and engage in Salakian pugilism. Often narrated by bobble himself oh employment record episode log episode title (laughs) bobble pretends to be the irs (laughs) episode takes place in a large call center where bobble communicates with several people via telephone he speaks with an elderly woman and attempt to convince her to release credit card information oh so he's just yeah, he's one of those scam callers. The <laughs> woman punches him through the phone receiver, breaking several teeth. The office manager, noticing his scam attempt, consim- convinces a mob of angry coworkers to beat him to a pulp while Benny Hill theme plays. Okay, <laughs> I would watch the show. Gets, <laughs> <laughs> like Bobble gets Bobble gets. Uh, next one. It sounds like Bobble it sounds gets,
1: like just like basically one of those Adult Swim. Shows like Mr. Pickles, yeah, that's honestly. just completely off the rails, insane. It seems like, like a kid show. And then, <laughs> yeah.
0: Bobble gets beat up by Moby Dick while Captain Ahab watches.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Episode takes place in the Wanderer's Library. There's a link to that, I'm not going to click it. Bobble steals the book Ponzi Schemes for Fuck Knuckles and is apprehended immediately. The episode involves a librarian gathering fictional pulp and comic book characters from the original publications, after which they engage in corporal punishment against Bobble. This occurs for ensuing three hours while Bobble laughs uncontrollably. Yeah. Next episode, I burn Bobble's toast bread. This episode directed, produced by, and starring me, not me. Uh, involves Bobble entering my kitchen while my owner is sleeping. After wasting a few minutes trying to break into my owner's security cash box, he loots the fridge and places two slices of whole wheat bread into my slots. Oh, it's a toaster? A toaster made this? <laughs> I burn his toast and I force it down yeah, it's a toaster. I burn his toast and force it down his throat. There was some kind of laugh track playing, I think. Next episode, I get plugged in and thrown in a bathtub while he washes up. Squirm, baby squirm. Sensei says, Punch Bobble. Episode takes place in an all-girls karate class. The class involves a warm-up, kata demonstration, and sparring session, all narrated by Bobble, who acts as both the class sensei and punching bag. Throughout (laughs) the class, the 23 attendees conspire against Bobble leading a 10-minute showdown between him and the girls. At one point, Orange Belt, Christine Cook, age 8, punches Bobble in the snout. The force causes him to fly through the structural beam and load-bearing wall at Mach 1.5, leveling the building. No (laughs) children were harmed in the production of this episode. In
1: 1969,
0: all further airings of SPC-993 emitted a squaloid hazard produced by the character Bobble after years of torment. Viewers under the age of 10, affected by the hazard, became enraged by the concept of Salakians and sought means to pummel them. (laughs) To the sinner's luck, this compulsion ceased after the program ended, ended, though the feelings persisted. Bobble the Clown Shark was taken off air and all copies of the show were burned. SPC 993's master copies remain and the... Sikapoko archives. Tail notes. Uh-oh, there's a link. Tail notes, which includes, but, but it's not limited to pugilism. Oh, okay, that's just the footnotes. Okay, Um, update. In February 2017, all episodes of SPC 993 were altered simultaneously. Edited and massed to no longer include the titular character. The next mm-hmm. day, D- Deviant Television programmed Chappelle Show, hosted <laughs> by Richard clavis Chappelle, a critically acclaimed salakium sol- solachym- salakiumorphic television entrepreneur and Mud City resident. What is this universe? Uh, a yeah. broadcasts a low budget CGI reboot a Bobble the Clown Shark daily for twelve hours each day. The reboot features <laughs> Bobble advocating for activities Salakians can and should do on land, such as driving up driving pickup trucks. Teaching interpretive dance classes, running for Congress, and redacted. Of course, it's redacted. Um, okay, attention all center pugilus. Bobble the Clown Shark is a cowabunga dude. Is <laughs> uh... a, a cowabunga dude level, level danger. We need your help to get him back from the deviant menace. To do this, we need a hardened fighter with fists of steel. To prove your worth, all you need to do is a hundred push-ups, a hundred sit-ups, and hundred squats, and drink a peanut butter and banana chocolate protein shake. But you gotta be quick, so the Balbo can get back on the air and teach those kids karate. Once you've read <laughs> this document, please report to your fitness center. Long Island iced tea will be administered when you get there. Hurry! <laughs> I'll take some Long Island iced tea. Yeah. I haven't had one of those sit-ups. in
1: a long time. Shit. You have to
0: do 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats and drink a peanut butter and banana chocolate protein
1: shake. Yeah, after all that, I would want a Long Island. <laughs> right. Fuck. That'd be a...
0: Wait. Be like I fucking Official promotion, center Smackdown. Are you ready for center Smackdown 993? Watch Super Pugilist Clark punch Dr. Savage Jr. in an epic once in a lifetime unlicensed matchup versus Salakian Richard C. Chappelle. Tune in on March 12th, August 7th, Central, uh, to witness old Dr. Savage pulverize the Salakian winch. Wretch. That's right. Watch Center SmackDown 993 live at the Dr. Mike Tyson Coliseum. Buy your tickets today. Okay, what is this universe? What is Yeah, this is I need weird. to investigate this website. Oh, it is part of the SCP website. But it links you to this weird okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have to investigate this more. Do you have one more? I got one more. Do you wanna yeah,
1: yeah. Uh this one's not too long. Uh we talked about this. So this is uh in the summer theme that we yeah uh, we discussed this is scp 3776 object class Euclid special containment procedures uh, thrift stores garage sales and other secondhand markets in Appalachia are to be consistently monitored by foundation agents for signs of scp 3776 activity Should any artifacts related to the anomaly be discovered, they are to be seized and cataloged at Site-77. The subjects affected by SCP-3776 have found to be resistant to amnesthetic um, treatments. As such, they are to be placed within an organization such as Witness Protection Program and removed from the region. Once removed, memories and desires connected to 3776 will fade over time. Description. 3776 designates an anomalous phenomenon affecting much of the Appalachian region of the United States. All activity centers around an as-of-yet-undiscovered recreational facility, Camp Nimrod, which all recovered items indicate may have existed in the mid-70s. Objects okay. with iconography and other related relation to Camp Nimrod, such as shirts, banners, or craft projects, will manifest in retail outlets selling secondhand clothing items. Um, analysis of CCTV footage shows that these objects do not come into the stores from the outside and only appear once the merchandise has become available to purchase. Always placed in obscure locations such as at the bottom of bins, it can take months or years for the items to be discovered. Physical contact with these objects causes causes vivid and detailed memories to manifest within the conscious thoughts of affected subjects. These memories center on time spent as an adolescent at a summer camp called Camp Nimrod subjects describe the camp as having wooden cabins and being placed at the edge of a lake with a creek running into it along with various camping activities such as tubing archery crafts and general rough housing in the wilderness attempting to inquire about specific details such as location and the length of time camp lasted will be met with an apathetic or hostile response once a subject has been affected Uh, A sealed cardboard container will appear in the attic of the last building where the subject's biological parents lived independently. If an individual other than the subject opens the box, it will only contain ashes and a significant number of living um, paraflenta Americana. Uh, Should the subject open the box, it will contain numerous memorabilia related to their supposed Camp Nimrod experience. Beads, apparel, and other trinkets are usually found along with various forms of media. Photographs are the most common format in all recorded cases. Depending on the individual's age, there may also be videotape, film reels, and music sheets, along with sketches done in their hand. All of these these feature the subject in some fashion. A yearbook style group photo is pre- present in most cases. Uh, these will also show signs of age and exposure related degradation. Um, hmm. Elucidating the location of SCP 3776 through these objects has not proved to be viable. Any identifying information, such as street signs, vehicle license plate numbers, or migratory li- wildlife, have been lost through. Apparently, natural aging and decay. All letters had the recipient recipient's address faded past legibility. Uh, however, there have always been enough information for the subject to reach out and contact individuals they remember attending thirty-seven seventy-six with. In almost every case, these individuals will be geographically close to the subject. All have been found to have existing knowledge of thirty-seven seventy-six. This outreach is the second most common vector for spreading 3776 effect. Many of 3776's subjects are impoverished with some being addicted to opioids or alcohol. Research has ruled out in relation to 3776's effect and uh, as it is not universal among all affected individuals. Should two subjects afflicted by 3776 begin to converse, their mental faculties will degrade abruptly as the conversation progresses. It has been found that multiple conversations of any length result in the brain entering the beginning stages of dementia. The corresponding bodily degradation will not be acknowledged by these subjects on their own. If questioned, they will attribute it to old wounds from camp. Continuing to seek hmm. out information in persons related to 3776 will accelerate this effect. Many subjects will perish either from their own weakened condition, making them vulnerable to illness, organ failure in the brain, early onset dementia, and a few cases of disappearing into the wilderness looking for Camp Nimrod. Foundation attempts to locate a physical location corresponding with the camp have not been successful. Although several abandoned campgrounds have been discovered, one of these were recognized by the thirty-seven seventy-six subjects. Addendum: On September eighteenth, nineteen ninety-nine, foundation personnel ins- intercepted reports of an individual who claimed to have been a camp counselor at Camp Nimrod. After seizing and altering the public records, which had al- uh, which had altered them. Uh, Agent uh, Eckland was dispatched to an abandoned grocery store in Hurricane uh, West Virginia, where the individual was identified and interviewed. And there's an interview here, but I'm not going to read it because I don't want to. So <laughs> let's clarify. Um, it's a seemingly fictional summer camp um that through anomalous objects with the logo and that are related to it um spreads into people's memories and if these people interact with each other they their health mental health and physical health degrade rapidly
0: Interesting. Yeah, there's probably a lot more to this one. But you know what? I I do well, got to get going.
1: I do know that this soon. is this is a, a um there is a line of SCPs that are vaguely related to this one. So. Yeah, I think I have. Yeah, heard the sum, of this the one. Summer of '76? There's a bunch of them that are kind of related to this. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but if you guys listening uh, want to check that out, that's up to you. I do have to get going though. I would love to do more, but um... all
1: right, we'll end this. Um, you know, you know the deal. Check out the link tree. Follow us on Instagram and all that. Uh, check out Morning Oddities,
0: all that fun stuff.
1: Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, and see you next time. Stay frosty, my friends.
0: This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more
1: fun content. To visit all of our current streaming and social media platforms, visit the link tree in the description. If you enjoy the show, we would be appreciated if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The Odd Drunk
0: Podcast would like to remind you to drink responsibly and not to drink and drive. Okay Colton you can roll the outro now.